Welcome to the Women's Fitness and Health Revolution podcast. There is so much noise on the interweb these days about what women should and shouldn't be doing when it comes to their fitness and health. Not only is it all too often tied to shame and fixing our bodies, it can also be incredibly detrimental to our health and wellness overall. The Women's Fitness and Health Revolution podcast sorts through the BS and offers advice and actionable tactile steps to support and build a better relationship to your amazing body through every stage of womanhood. It aims to break the cycle of keeping women in the dark about their extraordinary machines and revolutionize the way we move, eat, and live so that our daughters and our daughters' daughters look in the mirror and feel exactly what they are. Fierce, beautiful, and capable of everything. The revolution starts here. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Women's Fitness and Health Revolution podcast. It is the last full week of January at the time of this pod release. I know it's crazy, but the exciting thing is that it means it is time for the New Year, New You goal check in. Huzzah! It is my humble opinion that the most important part of any goal is the check-in process. Sure, there are a lot of little day-to-day or week-to-week things that are also very important, you know, like doing the thing. But I think I have a spot, soft spot for the check-in because it's so underrated, as in never talked about. The problem with this is that the majority of people, and we're talking somewhere above probably 85% of people who set January 1st goals are resetting the same goal every single year because they don't make it past February or honestly, a lot of times January. And there is no shade because you better believe I am in that same boat, which is why I am generally a fan of year-round goal setting. Personally, in the past, I put a lot of pressure on my Jan goals. I would also make a whole list. We're talking like two to five pages of big changes I wanted to make. And having worked as a personal trainer for over a decade, I can tell you that isn't really the foundation for change. There are also some goals that I set that after a month or week or day of trying them out, I realize... I'm not really that compelled to do, at least not right now. And that's okay. That's part of the check-in process. But I do love goal setting, and I want you to be successful at the goals that matter to you the most, especially the health ones. So let's go ahead and interrupt the trend of setting the same goal every January and check in with how you are doing and strategize getting back on track or continuing to sustain it. This is a great app if you want to grab a pen and paper because it's going to be pretty darn proactive and I even have an activity for you. Ooh, ah, I know, I know we love an activity. So go ahead. You can pause my sweet little voice. I'm not offended. Grab a notebook and a pen or open your notes app on your phone or an Etch-A-Sketch or whatevs and let's get going. When I do check-ins with clients, I like to run their goals through the ads system. A. Assess how things are going. D. Discover what is and isn't working. D. 
decide if this goal is still a priority or if there is a better way to spend our energy. S, either stay the course, start back up, or set your new goal. We start, hello, we start by taking a goal and then running it through the ad system. So let's say our goal was to start working out. First things first, love this goal. And it is an incredibly common goal for so many people come Jan 1, EA. It is also an incredibly common goal for people to fall off of. Sad face. Hence the reason I picked it. And as someone who is in the goal obtaining business, there is one glaring issue right off the bat with this particular goal. And we're going to table that for a hot sec and get a little bit deeper into it during the discover phase of the ad system. But for now, let's just start by writing down the goal. I want to start working out more. I'm pretty sure I spelled everything right. Then we pop it into the ad system. A, assess how it's going. And before I dive in, this is not permission to beat yourself up. The last thing I want is for this to be an opportunity to shame or blame yourself. In fact, the ad system is built specifically to take the blame away from you. We set goals to make our lives better. Heck, maybe even to make our lives easier. And the road to better and easier is not through punishing ourselves. So let your ego take the hour off and jump into your objective observer overalls and ask yourself, how is it going? I'm going to give you a sneak peek into the next D, which is discover, because it does apply to this step a bit. The glaring issue that I referenced a mere second ago is that while I love this goal, there is no specificity to it. So it's really hard to find a benchmark to assess it against. So that would be my first little revamp to anyone whose goal was to quote unquote work out more. Let's take a second and get specific. What does working out more mean to you right now? If you've been working out one time a week, all of January, technically, you are hitting your goal. Yeehaw. But there may be a part of you that feels like you're not hitting your goal because perhaps in your gut you feel like you should be doing more. So let's get specific about what that more is. Honestly, if you're new to working out or newly back and you're hitting one workout a week, That is amazing because you are consistent and the hardest part of starting a program is getting and staying consistent. So all the air high fives, we love to see it. And not to spoil what's ahead, but once we get to the S of the ad system, you'd be in the stay the course lane. And now that you're a month in of one workout per week, I think it would behoove you to set a goal of two workouts per week for the month of February. You catch what I did there? Not only did I say how many workouts per week, but I put a time frame on it. Specificity. Two workouts per week for the month of February. That gives me a pretty tangible goal to check in with next month. Because I either hit my two workouts a week in February or I didn't. Point is, A specific goal at the get-go sets you up for an easier check-in down the line and a more sustainable approach because you have a roadmap. A roadmap that shows you if you're still on track to your destination and where you may have taken a wrong turn or a detour. So let's start by rewriting this goal. 
you're new to working out or newly back, as I mentioned, a great goal is two 30-minute strength training workouts per week for the month of February. So I put a little bit more specificity stank on there with the time of the workout as well. Boom. When we check in in a month, your assessment will be so much more clear. So first things first in that assessment, also assess if your goal is specific enough. This is also the time to check in with you and your body, yaddy, yaddy. Assessing how it's going also means how are you feeling? If your goal was to work out more, or even if it was specific and it was to work out four times per week for an hour and you've been sticking to it, but by the end of your first month, nailing your goal, you've started to feel exhausted or you're sleeping like garbage or snapping on your partner for leaving the toilet seat up. The assessment may very well be that you are overtraining and it's time to pull back. The good news is, heck, the great news is you now know That when your body is ready to progress back to four days a week or progress to longer workouts, whatever the case may be, you are able to make time for it. Amazing. And this goes for all goals, not just physical ones. So, for example, for Funzie, I went ahead and wrote down some new goals for my business this year and was really excited about them. And I still am. But what I realized in my own check-in for myself was even though I was nailing my productivity goals, it was at the expense of my personal relationships. I was leaving no time for family and friends, and I was starting to get burnt the F out, even though I loved what I was doing. So after that assessment, even though I was doing what I was set out to do, I changed my goals up a bit, and I made a new goal. Stop working by 6 p.m. every night and take Sundays fully off so I can spend time with my loved ones. Thanks to that assessment, not only are my family and I happier, all of my goals become a lot more sustainable because there's a balance. So now that we've assessed, it's time to jump into the first D. Discover what is and isn't working. This portion is the meat and potatoes of the check-in. All too often when we don't hit or stick with a goal, there are we are so quick to shame ourselves. We call ourselves lazy, undisciplined, unhealthy, not fit enough. Man, oh man, the list of ways we are mean to ourselves in ways we wouldn't even treat our worst enemy goes on and on and on. We rarely ever put on those handy-dandy objective observer overalls and ask ourselves why it didn't work this time. Or if it's going well and you want to sustain the new habit, what is working? Awareness. That's the name of our game. Awareness of what is and isn't working is the key to achieving and sustaining goals. And down the line, turning them into habits you don't even have to think about. Because at the end of the day, that's really our goal. When we know what is working, we can do more of it. Staying with the workout example... If we figured out that getting our workout in before we go to work is the sweet spot to staying consistent with exercise and feeling good, lean into working out before work. Or maybe we discovered 30 minutes is what we reasonably have time for and we show up for it when it's that amount of time. Stick with 30 minutes. Knowing our strengths means choosing to play to them. And that in itself is going to make all the difference in creating a sustainable habit. On the flip side... Rather than being quick to self-flagellate, get honest about why this goal isn't working right now. When we know what isn't working, we can make different choices to avoid those pitfalls. 
For example, if you keep missing workouts because you feel like you don't have time or energy, maybe your workouts are too long or too frequent. Instead of trying to get to that 60-minute hit class four times a week, drop to three at-home 30 to 45-minute sessions and adjust the intensity. If you can't seem to motivate yourself to get out of the house and get to the gym, a super common holdup and one that I feel very much myself, especially in this sub-zero weather, do your workouts from home. And let's try a non-fitness goal. So maybe your goal was to eat veggies at every meal. Ooh, we love fiber and micronutrients. But you fell off the train early. Again, been there. Maybe you burned out on veggies. So instead of three meals a day, aiming to start with one meal a day will feel more achievable and sustainable. Or maybe you didn't have recipes to make them taste appetizing and you got tired of raw broccoli because you have a soul. Just kidding. JK, JK. We love raw broccoli in this house. Uh, Point is, maybe taking some time to batch roast veggies on a Sunday, because am, would be a great angle to try. We can't change something if we don't know what needs changing. And no, it's not that you need to be more motivated, but it could mean doing a little bit less right now so it doesn't feel like such a hurdle. The cool thing is, there isn't a timeline here. Achieving a new goal, locking in a new habit, takes a certain amount of trial and error. This discovery may be the thing that locks in this round, or it'll help to narrow down what isn't working and get you closer to the thing that makes it stick at a later check-in. Okie dokie, on to the third D. Nope, just just second, just second D. We're just, we're just 2D here. Decide if this goal is still a priority or if there are better ways to spend your energy. Humans create rules for themselves. Subconsciously, if we are honest with ourselves, we have rules that somewhere down the line became ingrained in our choice making around pretty much everything. Sometimes the rules just affect us. Things like other people can eat carbs, but they make me fat. Or they can be successful in business, but I can't. And sometimes they affect everyone in your life like telling your family to avoid 6th Street after dark because it's dangerous or to be good to your neighbors. These rules aren't always bad. They're also not always true, but they're not always bad. Like that be good to your neighbors, that's pretty darn good. Until rules become black and white and give you yet another reason and avenue for kicking yourself. The world isn't black and white. Health isn't black and white. Nothing is a simple answer. There is no one size fits all. Sometimes we set a goal that is so well-meaning and we may even be keeping up with it, but in the long run, if it isn't worth our energy, it might even be detrimental to our health. And even if it's not, life's too short to be spending time on something that doesn't light you all the way up. A non-fitness example would be the one that I shared about my business goals. On paper and in this society, it's a smiled-upon thing to be successful. But the workaholic tendencies down the line drive wedges into family. They isolate the person who's a workaholic. And they take a toll on your health and with burnout, anxiety, and many other disorders. Another well-intentioned goal I see this happen with a lot is weight loss. Folks slashing calories and overexercising, and I've talked about this a lot in the past, so I'm not going to dive in, but it is a recipe, as we've discussed before, for physiological and emotional disaster. 
If you are crushing your goal on paper, this is a great point before you get too deep in to ask, is this sustainable? Have I sacrificed anything vital and or important to me so far? Health, relationships, whatevers. If you feel like you haven't been on track with this goal, it's also a good time to decide how important is this goal to me and my health, relationships, life? Is it worth sticking with and implementing or is it something I should let go of for now or forever? This is super personal and there's no shame in this. In fact, it's a beautiful thing because it clears up space for the things that are more important to you right now. And like I said, life is simply too short to not feel lit up. And just because we don't go after something right now doesn't mean we won't ever. Life has a way I've noticed of bringing what we need into our lives when we need it and when we're ready for it. As long as we're keeping an open mind and taking actions that support our path. And finally, we get to choose our S. So either stay the course, start back up, or set your new goal. If your assessment came back that you are killing it and you decided it is worthy of your time, stick with it. Stay the course. Stick to what you discovered are the reasons that you have been successful so far. And like I said, stay the course. And if you aren't quite where you want with your goals and decided, again, it's still worthy of your time, you want to keep trying, keep the things that made it hard to obtain in mind and try different choices and start back up. And ultimately, if you decide this particular goal isn't serving you now or ever, set your new goal and voila, off to the races we go. Check-ins are a great thing to tack into your world week to week or month to month or even quarter to quarter, depending on the time you have and the level of depth you want to jump into. And the ad system is amazing because it streamlines it. So instead of puttering around kicking yourself, after five minutes of jotting down your assessment, discovery, decision, and your S's, you're done. And the last little word on goals, little word, two humble suggestions I'm going to leave you with. One, pick the one goal that is most important to you right now and focus on that one. Because the fastest way to fall off track with goals is to try implementing too much all at once. So just for this business example, remember that I wanted to lean into more time with my family. I had a bunch of business goals, but for me, the realistic thing right now is just focusing on this podcast. You guys are my number one priority when it comes to my work, and I love it. Not only has it made it a lot easier for me to sit down and do these, I don't feel crunched for time. I still have a balance in my work life. It's a goal that I can feel becoming more sustainable and fitting easier and easier into my life. Because at the end of the day, we've got our whole lives ahead of us. We have we have the time. And working on one thing at a time is not only a gentler choice, but it allows our energy to fully focus on forming this new habit. So I would humbly recommend trying to stick with one goal for three months and then use the ad system, run it through, see if you're smooth sailing enough with your current goal to set your next goal. Remember how I said at the beginning that I'm into year-round goal setting? There it is. There it is. All year. And the second one is just a little chat on when a goal becomes a wish. My coach, Brad Bizjack, always says manifestation without action is delusion. Goals 
becoming habits take time, they take repetition, and they take reassessment. Stay patient and keep putting one foot in front of the other. It's not always going to be glamorous or exciting. In fact, a lot of the times, especially at first, it may even feel like straight up work. Even if it's like five minutes of stretching in the morning, anyone who's tried to add stretching into their day has probably realized that it is crazy how hard it is to fit five new minutes of something into your day. But if it weren't new, we wouldn't have to work at it. Getting through these initial months of starting a new habit, if we can just keep showing up and remembering actions are what lead to changes, our new habit will pay off dividends. It's it's worth it. I absolutely promise with you. Or I promise with you? Yeah, I'll make a promise with you. There we go. And as always, let's be real. You and your amazing body are so, so worth it. And last little bit, if you're all turned up by this talk of goal setting, I 10 out of 10 recommend hopping on the commitment-free wait list for the next round of the Strength Foundations for Women group online coaching program. The next session starts the first week of March, so we're only a month out, and I am so excited. And we deep dive into this, or in this program, into setting and keeping sustainable goals, plus you get the accountability of weekly coaching calls with me to troubleshoot what is and isn't working and run your goals through the ads in the IRL. So I'm going to drop the link in the bio. Check, check, check it out for first access at the limited spots and exclusive waitlist only discounts. So pretty much a lot of magical things. Other than that, that is it for now, Raiders. I hope you enjoy your last few days of January. 2024 has already been a blast, and spending it with you makes it even more of a blast. Until next time, Raiders. Aru!